0: Welcome to On the Line, a podcast for tennis players, coaches, and fans. I'm your host, Jenny Robb. Today on the line, we have Craig Jones. Um, He is the Senior Director of Education, Training, and Resources for USTAU. Craig, uh, thank you for taking time. I know you're a busy guy. Thanks for being on the show.
1: You're welcome.
0: So um, Now, I've seen you do... Some of these trainings um, all over the place. Uh, so, so t- tell us a little bit about what what you're doing when you travel around to these conferences and you you run these workshops or you present. Um, t- tell us a little bit about what what's going on there.
1: Yeah. So, um, my last good lord year and a half, <laughs> solid almost two years, is in, uh, helping develop uh, the net generation brand and product on the the teaching professional side and we categorize it as the coaches program okay so we have schools community and coaches Mm -hmm. schools obviously for school teachers community is for non-certified and the coaches program is for certified pros so the first thing we did was we wrote curriculum and it started with a team of uh, subject matter experts uh, along with uh, uspta and ptr involvement And then other subject matter experts in the country that we had review it. And then also we stole proudly from every country we could outside of America. (laughs) Um, And then it started with that. And then now what we're doing is we created a workshop last year and piloted in nine different sections in the U.S. And now we have launched it. And it is a net generation coaches workshop. And we have been doing a ton of USPTA conferences because they have 17 divisions. And we've also done some PTR functions as well. Um, and then other things for um, like USDA annual meetings at a specific mm-hmm. section. Mm-hmm. And so we had a group of trainers, and they have gone through three different trainings, uh, including recent regional trainings, and they are now in the process of doing shadow work So essentially, uh, myself and Carl Davies initially, and then it was Steve Keller Mm -hmm. who we hired, Mm -hmm. uh, we have been really leading these all over the country. And we're about to pass the baton to our what we call adjunct faculty, Mm -hmm. our workshop trainers, and they're going to start driving uh, more of this. So we'll be able to scale it. And uh, we're over 20 that we've done so far. So, yeah, it's about to really accelerate. And I'll be able to come off the road a little bit. <laughs> um, cause it's been a bit crazy.
0: Yes, uh, yes, yes, I can, I can imagine <laughs> now that, that, I mean, there's a whole lot there that you just said. <laughs> so when you, when you, t- when you talk about, uh, subject matter experts, I mean, you know, when you get a bunch of people together, you know, you could ask a question and get 10 different answers. How did you, how in the world <laughs> did you kind of get like-minded people, get everybody on the same page to create this product? And it's an incredible product. I mean, I, I was fortunate enough to go through the the coaches training with you and Butch Staples back in Hilton Head. And then actually last weekend, I was in Jackson, Mississippi, and I um, did the community and schools training with Carl Davies. And so that was a Oh, lot great. Of fun. Oh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was very hot. Yeah. <laughs> But it yes. was a lot of fun. <laughs> no, we, we, it was a good couple of days. Um, so, yeah, so how how in the world did you tackle that? How did you make that work?
1: That's a great question for someone who's in the private sector for 26 years. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I'm on my 21st year of owning this tennis club. You know, I'm the king. You know, I, <laughs> I, I deal with my wife and staff and all mm-hmm, that. But mm-hmm. ultimately, we make the decisions. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that's helped me out a lot was my background uh, as a volunteer with USTA and mm-hmm. I learned many years ago dating back to the 80s that you have to learn to compromise and if you're going to run a committee, you really have to compromise. But ultimately, uh, as my boss has, has said, uh, you know, you've got to get the right people in the room and that's one of the critical pieces and you got to put your ego aside and you have to have very specific objectives of what it is you're trying to accomplish. So our marching orders on this was really you know to 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 write curriculum that would be for coaches uh, to deliver like five-year-old, six-year-old red ball beginner mm-hmm. all the way to, a must a stud, 10, 11-year-old <laughs> green ball player, the best in my section. Right, and right. actually, we are currently writing yellow ball for teenagers. We're just about finished with it. It's going to the editing stages now for sort of the average teenager that just wants to play middle school, high school tennis, maybe JTT, mm-hmm. maybe a local tournament. Mm-hmm. And we've never gone down that path either. either. So this is like the most robust thorough comprehensive curriculum we've ever written and the first thing I said was okay we've had great work that Kirk Anderson did and Mm -hmm. Kirk Anderson was in the process of writing lesson plans for coach youth tennis which is really like a beginner through beginner intermediate program. You know, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. not it was server alley score through um, maybe going to start competing. Mm-hmm. And so he had a rather large group of 16 and he broke them up into groups of four. We were actually able to take their work, which is a tremendous start. And then Kirk had announced his retirement. Then I took it over. But we had the marching orders to do it from bottom to top. And so what we did is we took their work and we see Sought out four people, uh, Butch, Stables, Carl, <clears throat> Butch Staples, Carl Davies, mm-hmm. Leah Friedman, and Rita Gladstone. Mm-hmm. And our mm-hmm. joke is, be careful what you wish for, because we hired three three of the four <laughs> to come work for us. And then right. Rita Lee, leads the Nemours Family Zone down here, so she's the red, orange, green.
0: Uh, you that's know, awesome, she's. Yeah
1: queen of the facility and when it comes to that she's awesome mm-hmm. leah Friedman's is in community engagement and you mentioned carl davies yep also in the community engagement so we got three phenomenal employees and then butch staples is actually now director of tennis for all of midtown clubs we obviously right. picked well yeah. and then <laughs> we re- we researched everything that we could um every glance grand slam nation and any other country like belgium you know we could get information canada um, that we felt had a really good red orange green program, and yeah, it was a lot of compromise. But you start at the top, you go, what are the categories we want to be? Answer all those questions, number mm-hmm. of chapters, number of levels, and it was a strict voting process. Wow. And again, if you have the right people in the room, you can do things like that. Um, right. So right. yeah, it was a it was one heck of a journey.
0: So, so you said you said getting the right people in the room. You said putting egos aside, and then you said outlining the goals. So, so again, it, this is such a huge undertaking. I mean, it's like I can't. I, I, yeah, you know, it's like a little bit mind-boggling to me. So, when you sat down and and, and that third piece about the the getting the goals, um, where did that start? Where did that go?
1: Yeah, we wanted to write something that would last and that would be forward thinking future thinking right Mm -hmm. the other thing was we were adamant about it was going to be based on competencies and so the the competencies were the start of it and we wrote the lesson plans to attach to the competency so that everything you do has a purpose when you're on court right but we wanted to elevate standards in America we wanted to take red orange and green to a higher level and so we looked at the other countries that have been doing it longer France and Belgium Mm -hmm. where they were what the expectation is from a standpoint and we took it down a little but where we're coming from it was raised like off the chart And we know that competition has to match it. And it's still Mm -hmm. the number one problem in America outside of the teaching and getting standards aligned is that competition has to has to match up to it. Yep. So, yeah, we had sort of our north stars with that. The other (laughs) thing, all this stuff evolves and I was the project leader. So I ultimately am going to make those decisions. But we felt like we needed to offer another level of orange and green to deal with that transition, mm-hmm. which uh, a friend of mine calls it the green slump. You know, when you go from <laughs> orange to green, you, mm-hmm, you are going to mm-hmm. drop your level. But when you That's go from right. red to orange, you're going to drop your level. So we That's actually right. as a group decided to add uh, another level of orange, another level of green so that you could almost play catch up with your your skills. Uh, and hopefully the knowledge isn't a difference. You know how to keep score and all those things. Right. So, yeah, some of this stuff was here's your initial goals. Here's the plan. And then you're making a lot of adjustments in between. Another great example of an adjustment we made was we originally were not going to write separate assessments. We oh. were going to evaluate and assess the players based on the competency. Uh-huh. And I gave a, a presentation actually yesterday to the youth progression group because we're looking at incorporating Competency and those assessments into youth progression. So you have a competitive thing and you also have your coach's recommendation over here because the idea is to get kids to stay in the, you know, the, the color longer. So we as a group said, you know what, we're looking at this red three was my example I used yesterday. There are 35 bullet points competencies, athlete, player, in person. We were like, the average coach is not going to evaluate a kid according to thirty-five bullets. The <laughs> point they're not going to take the time to do it. You right. know, Jenny, right? Yep.
0: Yep. yep. It,
1: it's a very small few that even assess their players on an ongoing basis. That's right. Yep. So that was another one we made uh probably two thirds into the project saying We're going to need to write assessments that are are greatly reduced because our goal was to get half of the coaches that utilize the net generation curriculum to evaluate their players on an ongoing basis. So that's when we went literally down in red three to 11 items. We took out athlete and people go, oh, my God, you couldn't take out athlete. (laughs) No, athlete is very important, but something has to go. And our feeling was athlete is very subjective when you when you really assess athleticism but we decided to have a 101 and a 201 Mm -hmm. so the assessments the 101 and we are currently working on courses to do at a 201 level that will be associated with EDC camps where we will evaluate athleticism and those people that want to, yeah, kind of blend red, orange, green with the performance side of things that are more committed, they can do that with their kids, but also when we evaluate the kids that go to the camps. So a lot of really cool stuff we have planned. But again, this is ever evolving. People I'd say it is totally fluid. And the beauty of it is we can always add on and, you know, make changes as we go because the majority of this lives online and in Mm -hmm. the app. That's where the majority of people are coming in contact with.
0: Well, and, and, and that's, that. it's it's really remarkable, again, I mean, this is such a massive undertaking, I mean, when you make a statement like, you know, we're going to elevate the standards in America, I mean, I don't take that lightly, I mean, you can kind of gloss over that and be like, yeah, we're going to elevate, wait, we're going to elevate the standards in America, okay, that's a lofty goal, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know, but then you go, okay, um, you've, you've set up, you know, again, you know, getting the schools and communities and coaches all together, I mean, I think that's a, a that's never really been done before, you know, to try to make that connection between it all, it's kind of been fragmented. And so I I really like um, how how those are all connecting and aligning. And I think that, you know, the, the product that you're putting out as far as, you know, there's a website, there's an app, there's a tablet, you can get equipment if you need equipment. Yeah. There's trainings, there's coach trainings all over the place. And I mean, it's, so it's becoming very, very accessible. I mean, so I'm really pretty impressed with how the whole thing is rolling out. And I'm not just saying that because I work for the USDA. I mean, it really is impressive.
1: Well, we appreciate that. And, you know, the the quote we say over and over again, use 20 percent, use 90 percent. It's up to you. But we're putting out standards Mm -hmm. and resources for people Mm -hmm. to use. And ultimately, it's up to the certified pro when they're going to move kids. Right. But the problem is we have no standards. Mm -hmm. And that's what Mm -hmm. was killing us. And it's just what every tennis NGB national governing body in the world does. Mm -hmm. They publish standards. And Mm -hmm. so look, we work with the uspta and the ptr Mm because ultimately the pros deliver it but that's our message and we've been really really strong about it. the younger pros all over it the majority of our trainers and we have right at 20 trainers they don't use the majority of this because the majority of them we selected them because they already have their own competencies and are already assessing their players Mm -hmm. but if you ask them they'll all say that they have made changes since we published the curriculum. And that's really good to hear. And it's also good to hear that none of them say we're doing 100% of it. Yeah, (laughs) right,
0: right. You don't have your own
1: brain if that's what you're doing.
0: Right, right, right. Now, do you think this can equally um, be used in – um, country clubs and athletic facilities, YMCA's, you know, academies. I mean, it's. It, I mean, I I know what I think, but I, I'm just curious, what thought process went into that part of it? Because there are so many various, you know, vehicles that that are, that are out there. You know, I mean, you mentioned France, sure. and Belgium; those are small countries. You know, I mean, we're we're huge. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and that's a great question, and this is. um one of the reasons my job has changed a little bit is that (laughs) part of my job is sort of, we call it alignment, but essentially Mm -hmm. to to get where the schools, the community, the coaches, they build, we work together. So Carl Davies led the team that wrote the community and Mm -hmm. we have literally 40 red activities. We shot video that are shared activities. So they're in the coaches curriculum, but they're also in the community. And in the community, we take out, um, you know the heavier technical uh, and tactical suggestions because obviously sure, we're yeah. relying on moms and dads and right. volunteers. But the great thing is some of those activities are the same. And then when we need to make the activities, uh, you know, more whatever advanced and complex, uh, you know, communities not going to performance. You know, they're not mm-hmm. the, the running the whole gamut. They're really more about beginner, beginner, intermediate. So um, schools was even down to the point where we're making some changes of the names of the activities so they're the same, that they are similar. Schools has a different approach because mm-hmm. schools is strictly – Try it. They're not worrying about. Yes, there's kids in their PE class that have played tennis before, mm-hmm. but it's not designed for them. They are strictly beginner in a PE environment that we all know is probably a 28 to one ratio. Right. You know, right. so they're right. gonna they're not gonna be able to accelerate as fast, even though that they're they're talented in the area of teaching. That's why they do it for. A little- living. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to see how all of this has been put together and you have choice, right? Yeah. So the, the 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 teaching pro when you sign up for Net Generation, go through background screening, save sport, all that stuff. You actually get access to the community and the school's curriculum. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize that we just changed the app a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. And online, yeah, you get access to it whereas the community uh, it's the, uh, the resources are gated is what we refer to on the app. Mm-hmm. So then, um, A mom and a dad, a volunteer does not get access to the, the coach's side because it's a little heavy for them. Sure. You know, sure. yeah, they don't, yeah. they don't need to see all the competencies assessments <laughs> right. and think that they're supposed to be using this and mm. no, you know, understanding it, but it's, it, it, you know, there's an underpinning of it. It's, it, it's in there. It's embedded in the community that there are competencies they're just not pop, uh, published and with the expectation of them, you know, training their staffs <laughs> at well, the community program. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, you yeah, want to educate lucky. without overwhelming. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're lucky to get someone who's played tennis in a lot of these situations that are going to deliver those plans. So that's the cool thing. A lot of similarities, but also a lot of differences according to the, you know, the skill and the background of the coach.
0: So the, the rollout, um, began, um, I guess, you know, I was, I was at that meeting last, last January, I think it was January, 2017 and things started to roll out and they've been, they've been coming along and you could sign up as a coach and go through that process and then it's going to be available to the consumer. What, what does that timeline look like?
1: Yeah. So you're going to see really soon a lot coming out on the consumer and as Mm -hmm. we, we say over and over, it's like. You know, when Uber first launched, they had to get the drivers first. You don't advertise right. to the public. And it's the same thing we've done. That's oh, re- a great analogy, yeah. Uh, basically spent over a year trying to drive providers, and we're over 20,000 now. It's wow. pretty incredible what's wow. been done. It's yeah. been a huge, huge challenge to get people to do a, a background screen and take safe sport. It's an embarrassment to our sport that this has been a struggle and that we have people even questioning why Uh, in a bad, good way, all the stuff with Larry Nassar and Michigan state, all that's really come to the forefront. Mm -hmm. And in a Mm -hmm. way it's, it's, it's horrific that it happened and, Sandusky and all that stuff. Right. But right. sometimes those things are necessary to shock people and to understand the reality of things in the youth sport. And yep. so we're doing a lot better, but we're still not even at 60 percent of the people that have gone through the the background in the safe sport. Not that wow. they failed it. They're but. just not taking doing the whole process. So we've had some struggles. We're now way ahead with that. And so now we're going after the consumer. And so you're going to see it all throughout the summer attached to the US Open series. We're going to be in non-traditional, whatever you want to say, markets and areas because mm-hmm. we want to be bringing in people, you know, adults, parents with young children who may have had nothing to do with tennis and aren't going to be watching, you know, the US Open. We're not going to talk to ourselves, mm-hmm. but this will be a full assault on every area we 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 can go after but the key thing is teaching professionals who aren't signed up are not going to be on the site and people can say whatever they want they don't like us it doesn't matter all you got to do is do a safe sport you know and get a background screen and upload your programs and you you can you know uh, we hate to say it do whatever you want on court now my job is to change that and that's now working uh Uh, with the two teaching organizations on the new certification standards and uh, having more requirements about teaching so that the public and and everyone knows what you're getting yourself into. The main thing is they have a curriculum to follow, so we right off the bat have some consistency. But, you know, parents are going to be looking on site for people to come take lessons from. Right. Uh, and, and if they don't have the money, they go down the community route, low-fee and no-fee programs. Mm. So this is going to launch, and you're going to get tired of it if you're in the tennis business. People are going to get tired of Net Generation hearing about it, <laughs> seeing it, and that's a great thing. <laughs> right, Because right. honestly, it's not designed for them. It's designed for the people who know nothing about tennis, and we have to get to them.
0: That, well, So so how this, – this just popped into my head, but just – so you know, if, if I'm thinking, I'm, I'm listening to the curriculum, and I'm thinking, you know, my, my uh, mom was a school teacher for more than thirty years. She's re- retired now, but um, you know, th- there was a curriculum. You have your class. You have basically your school year planned out. Um, so it's I don't want to say it's easy. I don't mean to have any any disrespect to to the curriculums of what what teachers or professors do for their but but their time is set. There's a beginning and an ending, and we know as tennis professionals that there are people coming in and out of the program all the time. And so yep. how, do, how does that fit into sort of the greater mold where, okay, this curriculum is fantastic. You have these industry experts, you that so much has been done. There's like I said, there's, there's the app, there's the website, there's the gear, there's all the cool stuff. So how does that fit in with the kid that started in September, but now you get a new kid in December, And where do they, where do they go? What do they do?
1: Yep. You are getting at, because you have a background in teaching tennis, you're getting (laughs) at the, the real heart of the matter with junior development because it is so difficult. It's not enough homogenous group of kids that all start at the same time you know we may run some beginner adult classes and you know a beginner kids class but we know that there are people that slip in with prior experience we also have people that are simply better athletes not that they're born that way but they played baseball soccer Mm -hmm. and other Mm -hmm. things catching and throwing sports kicking running Mm -hmm. and they're going to accelerate faster even if they all start the same Mm -hmm. so that's Mm -hmm. what we deal with is is mixed ability so there's a lot of things we've we've done, Jenny. Again, great question. We suggest in the workshop, suggest in what we have in writing, that every chapter is done twice because mm-hmm. the reality that we also have is not just people joining in late, but we have a lot of samplers. Right. And that yep, has yep. changed dramatically in our profession, especially in that range of of six to ten, six to eleven year olds. Some come once a week, some come twice. Our recommendation is every Chapter is done twice, and it's not eight chapters, do them twice and you're ready to move on to the next color. Mm -hmm. It's not Mm -hmm. that. We we wanna make sure that you're you're being more thorough, but you're also covering off on the the samplers versus the two day a week people. The other thing is there's uh, the big difference in the community curriculum and ours is that we have uh, progression and regression written in. So it Mm -hmm. says need help, do this with the kid. Here's three stages of progression, they have a form of that in community it's just not as thorough as what we're doing because our expectation is that a good coach can do that and that in our training that is one of the three outcomes of the training so in our training it's about implementing uh, incorporating you know the the curriculum into your program so we we evaluate on communication skills the ability to progress and regress and connecting the activities to competencies. And so literally a third of everything we do is about progression regression. And then mm-hmm. how do you do that without embarrassing a child? And that's where the art comes into teaching, right. and that's where we expect a certified coach to be better at it. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, the USPT and PTR, they have, both have different, I think they're very different, and very similar, but there's very little consistency in America with teaching pros because core certain core areas have not been addressed consistently over the last, you know, 40 years or so that the two have been in existence. And so we're finding ourselves actually having to go through some of that with Mm -hmm. people that we consider more basics, like how do you change it? What are the different areas, the court, the equipment, the rules and stipulations, whatever? Um. And it's interesting when we do the workshops, there is a huge discrepancy in the level of knowledge and skill of the teaching pros. So yeah. we have a ways to go, but we're, we're addressing it. And if you learn to do that, Jenny, then you can handle mixed abilities. Right. Right. Yep. But we know that takes knowledge, but also experience
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the court. So that was a pretty long answer I gave you. No. <laughs> but it's, an, it's a great question.
0: Well, that's a well, that's a that, you know that's a fabulous answer too. I mean, because we have to, we have to keep asking ourselves the hard questions. As I know that you have throughout this whole process. I mean, you know, I mean that's that's where it starts. Was with the <laughs> sort of the, the big questions. You know, <laughs> um, you know. So so I kind of have have one more, and I know I know our time is getting short. So I'll try to I'll try to be brief. But um, you know. It, it, you know, I'm also involved with PTR and USPTA and, and ITPA and, you know, these different organizations and, um, they're, they're all good at what they do. Um, but you know, the, across the board, I think that everyone, one thing that we could all agree on if you could get everyone to agree <laughs> is that we don't have enough, um, new coaches coming up and, um, you know, there, there's almost a crisis of, of, you know, new teachers, new coaches. Um, Is that sort of a maybe indirect goal of the Net Generation brand that, you know, if somebody goes through these trainings or somebody goes through all of these these steps, even if they're one of the players, if somebody comes out of this program, I would think they would be pretty well equipped to maybe move on and be a coach. Um, Has any thought been given to that at all or am I just... Absolutely. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) You're
1: exactly right. Obviously, schools, you have to be a PE teacher and, Mm -hmm. you know, generally go to college, meet standards and all that. But the community side is where we're really, really excited about it. We've done things in the past. You know, Kirk Anderson did a tremendous job leading the recreational coaches initiative and all that. Um, But what we're doing is putting together a much more thorough pathway than ever before because of our relationships with PTR and USPTA Mm -hmm. and changing certification standards. So, yeah, we want people to go through community who go through community to go, oh, you know, this is pretty cool. I'd like to get a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we're working on with the two teaching organizations is something that's sort of like a pre-certification piece. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what we're in the middle of going through negotiations and discussions and all that right now. And then that will be the next step. To then, oh, I even like this even more. This is really cool. I might think about getting certified so that we have that mm-hmm. clear coaching pathway mm-hmm. and that along the way there are specific competencies that they are acquiring and that are part of it. It's, you know, just like the curriculum we talked about, you have competencies and curriculum for coaches. And then you right. have, just like in school, there's units and lessons and all that, and then you evaluate and assess. And so at some point in time, you have to fail people. And, and, and I, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean about it, but no. <laughs> that's not community. Right. It's not the pre-cert piece. But then once you get going, you know, at some point in time, they're going to have to choose a different road. But at first, we want everybody to come in, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. And, and be part of it. But when we raise the standards, not everyone's going to meet up to the standards, right? Right. And, and, and that's very, very important, but that the idea is that you know, 90% of the people are never, ever going to get certified. But we right. want people just like basketball and baseball, all these parents who are coaching, right. you know, and doing that, that we can get more of that in tennis because we don't have it. So the community program, we're super excited about it. And Coach You Tennis was wonderful, Recreation Coach Workshop. We're doing it, a, it's going to be a little bit more thorough. And the pathway we feel is going to be, um, more connected and it will sort of be a natural recruitment, we hope, mm-hmm. um, of more teaching pros. And as you know, professional tennis management program, and I'm sounding like I'm making advertisements for USTA, <laughs> but <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: huge program for us. You know, there's only a couple really in the country that were four year degrees and we're building up into double digits now. That is something that we've got to do a better job promoting on our end, but also it's very hard finding directors with a master's degree mm-hmm. that are capable of leading those programs. So we've launched a couple of new ones, Jorge Capistani mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. Hope College, is. Mm-hmm. we're super excited about it. Yeah. You know, they're about to launch, um, and we've, we've, we've got others, Manhattanville, Queens College, we're oh, really nice. excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we need a little bit more on the West Coast, but that's mm-hmm. going to be another game changer when high school kids realize that, hey, I can actually get a degree in this area. It may be a minor and a major in their majors in business, but that they see that pathway. And then others, like we said, that may just want to be a parent helper who also is going to go to a, uh, something that's more serious. It's a pre-certification workshop and others, like I mentioned. That'll do that and keep going. So a lot of different avenues to pick these people up. And we also want high school kids. It's not something we've done well. All the other developed countries do that. And I know PTR has addressed it. USPTA has addressed it some. But we've got to do that uh, as a national governing body. We haven't done a good enough job, in my opinion, of recruiting 16-, 17-year-olds to start teaching while they're in high school.
0: I totally agree. Um, I, ha- I have so many more questions, but no, you have to go. <laughs> so, so, so please, uh, please come on the show again. And, um, I, I, well, I just always enjoy, uh, chatting with you and catching up anyway, but, um, thank you so much for, for taking the time today. Is is there any, anything you wanted, anything else you wanted to say? You're going to no, be I in was, Southwest. Is that where you're going? Where yeah, you I'm going, going
1: to, I'm going to the great state of Arizona. And oh, nice. And the, okay. Yeah. Uh, Week after that, Yakima yeah, Washington, mm, uh, both okay. those are USPTA mm-hmm. um, division conferences and did a couple PTRs recently. Very exciting. But I just wanted to thank you for everything you do for tennis. Jenny oh, is like, thank you. in my opinion, <laughs> the, the epitome of a professional and someone oh, who's a lifetime, a okay. lifetime learner, which is <laughs> So exciting because you're you're a great interviewer, but you also have a level of knowledge that's admirable. So wow. keep up the good work.
0: My good, you just made my day. Can I can I just can I just close up shop and go home now? Yeah. You just absolutely yeah, made yeah. my day.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. Don't think about it for long because we don't want your head to get big.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Well, thank you, thank you so much, and and enjoy the rest of your day, and and we'll you talk too. again thanks soon. You. All right, all right. Yeah, all right, sounds thanks. good. Bye.